Hey friends, welcome to the From Busy to Rich podcast. This podcast exists to inspire advisors like you to increase your profitability and the quality of your life, but not just for yourself, also for those that you serve. And today we're gonna talk about the quality of your life. We're gonna talk about the time you spend uh, in this new series. Uh, Wes, welcome. Thanks, Andy. So give us, um, give us a picture of the topic today. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna take a word and make it, um, I guess a verb, right? What, yes. what, what are we doing today with what I thought was just a noun and we're making it a verb? Yeah. Well, I, I make up words all the time. This one actually, <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Wes. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're like, this one, I, I, I looked it up in the dictionary and everything. The first version I was going with was not a, appropriate or applicable. To Hold on, if I've, you looked it up, are you implying that it's in there? Um, it's in there. This word is in the dictionary. Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, because, and I, I want to just, before I give you the word, because uh-huh. I know everybody's waiting unless you led, read the title of the podcast, uh, but it, it's uh, that this is, this is all about the productivity paradox. And how the the bound the, how boundaries and assertions dance together, and I'll unpack that a little more. But today it's specific in one area that all of us deal with all the time, and it is calendarizing. Calendarizing, and I have confirmed calendarize is a term is real. Uh, did not direct to Wes Young, you know, live dot com. So yeah, uh, okay. So so um, again, we're focused on. Um, the productivity paradox. Um, and I think that, you know, we get 24 hours in a day and yet w- many of us can go through a day and go, well, what did I get done today? What did I do? Uh, and again, looking forward and saying, I want to have a great year. How can I create um, some boundaries around my time that will create a better year? So what are your ideas around that, Wes? Yeah, well, you know, again, it, it's, it is a paradox because you've got these two things that live within our thinking. I, I, I think um, some people are heavier one way versus another. And some people, it depends on the area of life we're talking about as to which area they may lean into more. But being aware, first and foremost, is really critical that boundaries, what are boundaries? Boundaries are something that indicate bounds or limits. Um, assertions is a positive statement of declaration or a declaration. And, uh, it, and the thing is, an ungrounded assertion, meaning we're going to have this kind of year, we're going to have this many new clients, we're going to take this many trips with our family, and that it, without first grounding that in actual time, is a recipe for that not actually ever occurring, because you don't have unlimited amount of time. That is absolutely certain. We are we are finite, right? And if you live the, the all all days of this year, you're gonna. You're going to have a bucket of time to do the things you do within. So where we like to start with this in calendarizing is, is thinking about wh- what does it mean to spend your time well? And, and what I mean by that is saying, it, first, what, what is it we're trying to actually do in all the areas of life we care about? You know, those big, those, those circles, those intersecting circles we talk about a lot when you're doing uh, uh, dreaming of the future, which is my relationships my physical health, my financial health, my uh, professional life, and my spiritual life. If I was to write my story three years from today, what what does that actually look like if I think it has gone well? Like, what does a day in the life of me, a year in the life of me look like in all those critical areas? And then, and then backing that down, okay, then what's the one-year version of that look like? 
And, and when you do that, it's a great starting point to then say, all right, if I think that's it, what am I doing to inherit that future? Like, like every week, through every month, throughout the year, what has to occur in order for me to um, be in the best possible position to have those things actually be at that, at that landing point? Um, and that is calendarizing. That is calendarizing. It, it is the, it is the taking and, and taking, taking those critical move the needle type of things and applying that in the actual calendar. And, and so there's lots of examples of this, but, um, one, one would be, we, we talked a little bit about this last week and, and it's, it's ironic because I'm, we, we're actually, Jamie and I are doing this right now. Um, we're calendarizing our consumption. And you know what that, that, that means? Cause we, we are uh, meal planning and meaning that, um, we have in a future at the, at the end of the year and actually hopefully before that, uh, desired physical state we'd like to be in. And so there's a couple of things that have to happen if we hope to achieve that. One is we have to have some kind of exercise we're doing and that, that we need to calendarize that, right? When, when are you doing it? When is it going on your calendar? And then. We have to eat things. We have calories in and write calories out. So calories in, what does that look like? And like breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, whatever that is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, through that holiday weekend, through that event that you're going to, what, what is it like literally calendarizing your consumption? So, so putting it on there and then, and then doing the work of, in our case, we're going to order some pre-done meals and make some meals and things like that. But but it it has to go on the calendar. Otherwise, what do you what what happens? Well, I, I intended to, but you know, I mean, it's 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 like intentions and direction are two different things. If I want to move in the direction of that ultimate state, I've got to calendarize my consumption when it comes to, in this case, my my physical health. Yeah, um, one of the things I actually was reading this today. Um, we'll get the book out, but it's it's later. It's in the last third of the book of Atomic Habits. He was talking about, um, you know, don't neglect using something, in this case, technology, to assist your habits. And that sounds very simplistic, but, uh, you know, we can be slaves to our phones. We can be slaves to our notifications. But what that implies is that you didn't create the notification, that other people are sort of bothering you. Notification, notification, this, this, this. Uh, my dad did not have a cell phone for many, 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 many years. And he said his, his logic was, why would I want a cell phone? Then people would be able to call me wherever I am. And his very logic for not getting one was the logic for people. But I loved it because I was like, he's, he's yeah. like, I, for his priorities, he's like, I don't want people to reach me wherever I am. So right. why would I get access to me? Right. I think the same is true with our calendar. If you wonder why people, keep calling you, it's probably because you keep answering the phone. If you wonder why so many people email you, it's probably because you email them back, right? Uh, why do people keep texting me? You probably respond, right? And why do you feel like your calendar is out of control? Because you don't create your calendar. You don't set your, someone else is in charge of your calendar, right? Why do I keep getting interrupted? Because you keep letting other people interrupt you. So calendarizing to me is, is simply saying this, is that um, I want to do certain things. And again, this might sound overly simplistic, but this is truth. We somehow believe that we can achieve things without those things taking time, or yeah. we believe that we live outside the boundaries. I was literally watching last night with my kids. God. 
the last navigator, the flight of the navigator on some eighties movie. Yeah. This kid gets like taken away by aliens and it's like, he comes back, he thinks it's four hours. He's been gone for eight years. Right. And it's obviously confused people. They're like, well, no, I like, that's a movie y'all. In reality, you cannot bend time. And so yet we want to accomplish things, but we don't set aside the time to accomplish those things. And everything requires time. Unless yeah. you're so on a very practical level, Wes, what does calendarizing, I think we understand food. I want to have food in my cupboard so that I eat that good food. What does telling your calendar what to do what does that look like? And what are the kind of things that you're putting there so that when the question comes up and, and I say, hey, Wes, you want to come to Nashville to hang out? And you go, yeah, I got an appointment. Yep. The appointment is I'm doing nothing that weekend. Yeah. Right. And I made an appointment to do nothing that weekend. Right. Well, let's talk about that. Because here's, here's something when we're working with advisors, one of the biggest game changers we see is when we get them to calendarizing their, uh, the way they're doing their work. And, and here's, here's what I mean by work, that there's really three things that have to happen. One is you have to prepare for meetings. Two is you have to have meetings. And three is you have to um, manage the outcomes of those meetings. That's it. That's really at the heart of every business, in our business in particular, what we do. So now, if you were to follow most advisors around, there is no rhythm. There, there, there is, it is like whatever, who's, whoever, if you block schedule your calendar, this is what, this is a game changer where you say, okay, an ideal week for me is in our case, Monday is prep day as an example, because what are we doing there? We're preparing for meetings. We're preparing for the meetings we're going to have for the next couple of weeks based on what we understand. Um, also we're preparing uh, for, for, um, who we're going to be next year, because usually we've got some study time in the, in the mornings that we're going through. You know, if you wake up and you have a quiet time or a daily devotional or something like that, before you jump in the work of the day, what are you doing? You're preparing for meetings, meetings you don't know that, that are not even on the calendar yet, but that's, that's one, one type of preparation. Um, but Monday's, Monday's blocked out. If you ask me for an appointment on Monday, um, almost never is that going to occur because we've got with our team, these block, schedules on there where we're preparing for our meetings. Right. Then Tuesday, we have meetings. Wednesday, we have meetings. Thursday, we have meetings. Friday is we clean up messes uh, that didn't get taken care of during the week from those meetings. Very simplistic version of the schedule. We'll we'll show you the more detailed version because we've got daily headline meetings with our team that are preparing for meetings because making sure we don't ping each other to death. But but having a block calendar that the whole team agrees to 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 dance with is really like being on the same sheet of music. We're not all playing the same instruments, right? But we are playing the same music, and right. you're doing the parts you need to do, and it's not conflicting with you know. I don't need you doing a solo when we're supposed to be all playing the same music together. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that? I'm trying to remember who it was. I feel like it was like a like a Kelly Clarkson video, kind of earlier in her career. She literally, she's, she's at a music festival or something. She fires her guitarist or drummer like during the song. And she's, and it was literally just like, she's like, Mike, that's enough. That's enough. Cause dude was going rogue. It's like, <laughs> you know, and I don't think everybody knew, but she's like, you know what? 
We're going to oh, play the song the way we always say the song. And you keep playing this over here. And, and I, you know, we can imagine what that's like when, you know, someone on your team isn't there for a meeting and they have a piece of key information. But I think for ourselves, right? I mean, how a lot of people think, oh, I like the feeling of not, not having, not being constrained. Look at my data more is wide open. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I like having room on my schedule, but I also like knowing what I'm doing inside of that room. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I think this, I think that um, most advisors, when they, even if you're an advisor and you are the team, you, that's when you're going to be least likely to do any of this stuff. I would recommend you start doing it now because you still need to do those three things. And if not, you're letting someone else set the schedule for you. Um, you don't, you can't just meet anytime, you know, if it's like, well, when do you need me to meet? And I, I get that when you're, you know, depending on how new you are in, in, in this life, you're like, but I really can meet anytime because I need to, to keep it going, yeah. Yeah. you know, but you, if you have pre, if you have, here's the crazy, I remember when I quit having evening meetings and I did this in like the first year yeah. and, uh, and cause that was the, the model was, you know, you call them and most of my people didn't have control over their time when I was working with them. So they'd be like, well, yeah, I can meet you at night at my house which everybody loves to do that. Um, you know, and, 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 and I just remember, I just started saying, um, yeah, I, I actually, I can meet you between this time and this time. And they're like, well, I, I can't meet this week. Okay. You want to put it to next week. And eventually, you know, what happened is they start meeting at the times you, 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 you give them. Um, cause I have a block for that. I have a block for when we're going to, when we're going to do those, those types of meetings. Um, you know, organizationally as a team, we, like I said, we have our check-in meetings and, and, We'll put one version of this in transform. One of the things which we're kicking off a new class. If you, if you tend to know when you're listening to this, you should go to the website and get registered for it because we dig into this, not just my schedule or Justin's or Cody's as lead advisors, but also every other position on the team has an ideal calendar because while they, they're all preparing for meetings, now that not with clients necessarily, maybe with me and Cody and Justin. And, um, and they're all having those meetings and then they're all cleaning up projects or managing projects from those meetings. It's just what they're doing in those slots are a little different than what we're doing, but they all have one and it all dances and rhythmically with ours. Um, One other thing I'd mention is within that block scheduling from a, from a work standpoint, we've also taken it a step further and, and um, because we used to kind of have no off season. It was like, other than maybe an occasional vacation in there, but we're just trying to, we're meeting with people and, and, you know, kind of meeting with clients and doing annual reviews and doing all these things all year long. Right. Game game changer for us is we do two kinds of meetings now for anybody that's not a brand new client in their first year, we do mid-year strategy sessions. And that's that, that's, then that happens in one between March and basically July is, is when that occurs. And they're pre-scheduled. So it gets sent out. They're all being pre-scheduled right now. Stephanie just sends it out and says, hey, here's your meeting in Calendly. And if you need to change it, feel free to. It only allows them the freedom to change it between the, the times that we do mid-year strategy sessions. And that's the meeting where we um, re, you know, keep score. We say, here's where you were last year. Here's where you are today. And here's your, um, your outstanding things that we need immediate attention on and what's upcoming because they all get a strategy summary every month. So they're seeing that. And uh, here's some new ideas we need to talk about. That's the mid-year. Everybody needs one of those. Year-end. Because you know what happens year-end is usually there's tax deadline looming. 
because it is it is coming whether we want it or not. There's certain exp- opportunities that expire. So that's usually where we're getting the client's data from like, where do you think you're going to land for the year? We already have their last year's tax returns that we have trued up and we can say, we use Holistic Plan for this. We have right. that in the system. But but it happens within these compressed periods of time. It's not always ongoing. It just is two times the year. And you know what? I don't wonder, I wonder if the Smith family feels like we haven't met with them in a while. Because I know when we've met with the Smith family and, and I and I tell them, here's what you you can expect two times a year that we're gonna we're gonna connect. Now, right. those aren't always physical meetings. If it's a you know the tax side, maybe they get it back to us and we look at the projection and say, hey, just make sure you check these two or three things off. But it's a focused time for that activity for our entire team. The rest of the year, we can do other stuff. So an ideal an ideal week during a um, mid year or a year in may look a little different than those those in between periods. Um, but you need to know what they are. You, they need to be ideal. Um, and then there's vacation weeks and conference weeks. But kind of need to know how many ideal weeks with clients do you need in order to produce the outcomes that you you are used to seeing and and of course onboarding is a different different scenario we have those a little bit you know kind of always ongoing all the yeah. time well and you know as we as we end this i want to i want to kind of go back to the last episode we talked about when people said you know if you get a client said i want to retire with two hundred thousand dollars a year okay wait you you could do that for like three years you know and then you're out of money yeah. you know so, um that 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 there is this reality that frees us and also clarifies for us with you know as an advisor to say i want to meet with this many people or i uh, you know i want to do uh, we had a, a advisor we were um, coaching through surge meetings and the problem was he surged and he surged with everybody and he's like that was a massive mistake you know some people leveraged into a letter some people need a phone call but he uh, yeah. met everybody but he didn't just look at the calendar and do the math and go like that's not sustainable yeah. that's not healthy you know, uh, and so part of this is just budgeting your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I there is a there are two tables by the fireplace at the Panera in Franklin, Tennessee, off of Mallory Lane, and four or five mornings a week, you're going to find me at one of those tables. I know that if I can beat traffic by you know get there by six o five a.m., I got three hours of just unbelievable product productive time. Not anymore, Andy. That place is going to be teaming with people now that they know your time and location. I'll, I, that's fine. I'll give you a head nod, but I've got my bows on. Area a sponsorship on the podcast. I don't talk to anyone. Um, I'm like the least friendly person. I'm just there. Work. But the thing is, I don't look at that as a constraint that I get up at, you know, five or five fifteen. You know, like I find freedom knowing what I'm going to be doing during that time. Right. And so I want to encourage all of you, if you feel like you don't have control, and I don't mean this in a sarcastic or a mean way, but like, you're right, you don't. And the good news is you can. And part of it is you just have to start saying, this is what I'm doing at this time. And I'll, I'll say one more thing about on the personal side. One of the hardest questions I ever asked my wife was, what's your ideal schedule for me? And this is when we had very young kids. And Andy Stanley actually taught me this, uh-huh. um, uh, which was that um, God will provide within the work hours that you you do work hard. Absolutely, not in the business of abandoning his children and not providing for them, but you got to work hard during those hours. And so I, she actually said, "Hey, I want you to come home earlier in the day, 
And this was Andy Stanley's wife said to him when he was building his church, I want you to come early. You can work late at night, but I want you to come home early because by four o'clock, I'm done with the kids. They had a bunch of young kids, just like I did. And then you can go back to work later if you want to. So he did that for years. So he would be leaving the office when the rest of his staff was still there. But it's because he was telling his schedule, this is what I'm going to do. And then he'd come back later and work. But there's also an element of trust here. There's an element of trust with the budget or with your time that like you will be provided for in the time you have. But I just think it, you're not being a good steward of your time if you look at your calendar and it's completely full of things you don't have control over. Right. It's also not a good stewardship to have nothing on your calendar and be just living in the wh- whichever way the wind blows that day. Wes, I'm going to give you the last word. Yeah, I just think uh, pre-decide, just do life by design instead of by default, which means you need to calendarize. Um, if you've not, and, and you need to write that word down, some of you, uh, <laughs> and, and put it on your put it on your desk because when you feel out of control, um, I mean, you, you start calendarizing, all of a sudden the messy world gets really, really clean and really harmonious, and you're happier and you're more productive and you're a better offer to everybody in your life. So try it on. Tr- trust Hitchhike on my faith that this works. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, calendarize transform learning series in your, in your calendar, because that's going to be starting here soon. And we'd love to have you be a part of the stuff we're building and doing. Absolutely. Uh, I love that you cover that in the transform. We'll have a link in the notes, wherever you're, um, listening to this, go to the notes section. There'll be a link there to that. Um, you know, it is aptly named, named. It will transform a lot of your uh, business and your habits. Uh, it, it will do that for you. And hundreds and hundreds of advisors can tell you the same thing. They've been through it as well. Wes and Justin, thank you as always for your time. Uh, and we're excited to continue with this series. Thanks for listening. Yeah,